0: Hi, I'm Duawa Awa and you're listening to episode nine of Nerdacity Podcast. Visit my website at ww.doawaworld.com. Support the podcast today at anchor.fm slash Frazier slash support. Thanks for listening. Hi, Kiki. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. I just want to thank you for joining me here on the podcast today. Today is Focused Friday, hashtag Focused Friday. And I'm so thrilled that you're a wonderful author joining me to discuss your work today. So I want to congratulate you on your latest release, What the L.
1: Thank you so much for uh, having me. And I appreciate you taking the time out to, you know, just allow me to use your platform. To showcase what I love doing and that's writing books and telling stories and things like that so I just thank you again for having me
0: of course and you know Kiki I know that you've been writing and publishing and promoting your books for a while can you please tell us how did you get started uh, with your writing
1: I started writing in the third grade believe it or not I've always had a love for words my my aunt She would take us to the library growing up at an early age, and she taught me how to read when I was three years old. And my love for reading and books and and words, you know, developed then. But it wasn't until third grade when my third grade teacher, Mrs. Emma Williams, introduced the class to poetry, and I fell in love with poetry. And throughout the years, I wrote poems for classmates, for relatives, things like that. I decided to branch out and start telling short stories, making up stories about my classmates and things like that. And so uh, a few of my teachers told me that I had a gift of storytelling and that I should pursue that, like keep, keep with it. And I, that's, that's how my journey of becoming a writer began, even though I shied away from it, you know, because I I always wanted to be a writer, but I never thought publishing books was in the cards for me because You know, I just didn't see myself as a published author until later in life. So that's how my journey became. And it wasn't until 2011, 2012, when I self-published for the first time.
0: Wow. Well, that is quite an amazing journey. And I hear that so often about authors talking about how as a, uh, a student, as a child, they were really into reading and writing. So I love to hear that foundation. Right. And so, um, Kiki, you're the author of several books, uh, yes. such as Sugar and Spice, Naughty or Nice, Paying the Price, The Ultimate Sacrifice, You've Been uh, Blogging, uh, You Have Another uh, Book, Suffer No More, mm-hmm. Inspired by a True Story, Silence, Deliver uh, Me from Darkness, and deadly in stilettos so you have been writing
1: writing you are a writing machine (laughs) yeah i love i love to write i am i do believe that that is my purpose in life i was put here to be a writer to inspire people with my words and my stories and i always come up with the most amazing characters they speak (laughs) they speak to me sometimes you know with with the sugar and spice um uh, it's four books in that series and it channels um this 18 year old girl named sugar she's go she goes off to college because she just she just ready for a change in her life and it's she and her mom her mom gets sick so she is hard pressed for money and she joins this organization of young professionals who end up having a false identity so to speak wow Yeah, and And, it's four four books in that series. It's uh, Sugar and Spice, Naughty and Nice, Paying the Price and the Ultimate Sacrifice is the fourth book in that series.
0: Wow. And, you know, Kiki, that's really wonderful. And I really want to ask you, so what is it that inspires you and keeps you going? Because I often hear a lot of times writers talking about, oh, you know, I have writer's block or, you know, they've churned out one or two books and they- just can't really seem to keep going over time. What is it that keeps you motivated? And maybe even who are some of the writers or authors who inspire you?
1: Wow, that's a great question. Uh, What keeps me motivated is knowing that that's my purpose. Writing is my purpose. So I never really get writer's block. I just move away from projects when I feel like I'm stuck in a place where I feel like it's being forced because I don't want to give the readers anything where they feel like, is predictable or rushed or anything like that so sometimes i just step away from that project and work on something else i may work on something with for a client or something like that but um some of my inspirations are you know just everyday people everyday people who are making a trying to make a, a change or a difference in the world every day i look at stories online and things like that i've had author friends i met like a few years ago at book festivals and things like that, seeing them getting picked up by a major publishing house or just turning out book after book after book, getting writing for television shows or getting ready to turn their, their scripts into movies and things like that. So everyday people inspire me to be the best writer that I can be. It pushes me to, to pull within like deep within myself to create stories that will have a positive message and, change someone's life when they read it and I and that's part of a a Kiki Chanel book there's always a strong takeaway message in everything that I write
0: wow so you are really thinking about inspiring others not just putting out entertaining works but also helping people and and it's inspiring them
1: exactly like all of my characters are strong people they're educated you know they may have not necessarily gone to college but they they find ways to pour into themselves as well as pour into, pour into others by educating themselves, like reading, writing, uh, you know, just bettering them, their craft, the things that they're good at. I always have strong characters because not everyone will go to college or college may not be for everyone. You know, I I went to college, but I didn't graduate because I felt like, you know, it was not that that time for me, I should say. And I've tried mm-hmm. to go back several times, but I feel like, you know, where I'm at in my life, I don't think that I'm lacking anything by not having a college degree, if that makes sense. Sure. And I do understand that because you found your purpose. And we all know
0: that some of the world's most successful people, you know, Bill Gates, uh, what is it, uh, Mark Zuckerberg and, mm-hmm. and so many others, um, you know, Oprah Winfrey right, uh, did not, you know, necessarily attain a college degree. However, they have contributed to society. They have been successful and they have managed to inspire uh many people and so i do totally understand you know where you're coming from on that um and so kiki what do you think about um the cross uh section of i see that you are an excellent excellent marketer and social media uh, maven in terms of uh you mentioned inspiring people and you definitely are someone who always puts out positive messages, uh, the inspirational quotes. You are also a life coach. And so I do want to mention that for the audience, that in addition to being an author, a blogger, and a podcaster of your own podcast, Mm -hmm. you are a life coach who is actively working with people and inspiring people. And I love to see the (coughs) uplifting messages on your social media. And so tell me how does... um, doing the life coaching, as well as uh, sending out the positive messages with the visuals, how does that also merge with your writing?
1: I feel like every message that I put out, if it only affects one person, then I'm doing my job as a human being to promote like empowerment or self-love or self-motivation and things like that. Because in this world today we have so much negativity and so much chaos and things like that we have to find an outlet to produce positive energy into this world so if my quotes or posts or things like that can inspire change in that aspect and i'm all for that Uh, a lot of people say that i post a lot but i don't think i post enough because if, (laughs) if, if you're sending out I believe that positive energy is is infectious so if you put that out there then you will get that in return and it will just go on and on and on and on so that that's that's what motivates me to you know come up with different little sayings or quotes and market my books as well as my life coaching and writing coaching businesses all in one so they all flow within each other I believe Exactly, and
0: you know, I appreciate you discussing that uh because it sounds like you are very successful in not only writing uh but and promotions, and I want to ask you, Kiki, do you remember how we met or where we met?
1: You know what <laughs> we I just thought about that today <laughs> I, I I've been thinking about that. We met on social media, but I'm not sure yes, we I'm did. Not sure if it was Instagram With- or Facebook. But which platform? I don't remember. I don't remember, and I don't know if I if I followed you first or <laughs> if you friended me. I don't know, but I'll, all I do know is that when we started like communicating through uh, messages and things like that, the 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 spirit like it was like mindedness and kindred spirits almost because I could tell that you was a genuine person off jump. And then you, your messages are always positive too. And it was funny because one day I was strolling and I think it was on Instagram and you posted something and I was like feeling bad and down and out. And your post actually inspired me to, you know, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Get up and do something because, you know, the world keeps turning and it's not going to stop because you having a bad day.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: Yes. So so amazing. you your post your posts are very uh very <laughs> inspirational. Just so you know that if, if no one has ever told you that, you have been told that today. So keep doing Thank what you've done. Thank you, you so much, Kiki. <laughs> You're welcome. I must tell you,
0: but I do remember the platform we met on and it was LinkedIn. Oh wow. Yes, <laughs> it was LinkedIn years ago and I don't have a LinkedIn anymore. I got rid of it, but at that time when I was really using it, Mm -hmm. I do remember uh, networking. And I know that we connected because your profile said blogger. Okay. And at the time, I'm sure that I was looking for a blogger or, you know, people that do book promotions and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I probably friended you or, you know, or Mm -hmm. sent you a message. And I kind of feel like, it went from there because I think that, um, I did a blog interview with you and then I also interviewed you for one of
1: my blogs. Right.
0: And I know, I know I did some promotional mm -hmm.
1: stuff for, uh, 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 an event that you had going on too. That's right. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. Yep. So we've been connected for quite a while and I just want to thank you for your positivity and, uh, being an author, a wonderful author, collaborator in my network, I think it's great. And, you know, I just, uh wish you you know continued success we're not at the end but just you know right hey, I, it moved me just to say that of you know to you right. so <laughs> well I appreciate
1: it and, and it's always wonderful to hear I mean we've never met a day in our life but I feel like I've been knowing you for a long time like you're one of you're one of my people like for real <laughs> exactly and I'm telling
0: you when you post all that purple people need to know you you wanted a fam in terms of a fan of Prince. Yeah. Purple Love and yes. all that. Purple yes. Rain. The, the the purple one. Yes. I mean, hey, we're 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 part of the family where that goes. And so anybody who's on that on that vein and really uh, feels the vibe on that. I'm just like, yes, they're one of my people exactly, as well. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. Gotta love Prince. Gotta love Prince. Yes. You know, my love for purple. If if anybody that don't know me, if they go to my social media pages, they will know that Kiki loves purple because it's there.
0: <laughs> yes, they will. And I'm looking at your Instagram right now and we're gonna give and we're gonna give all your social media later. Okay. But you definitely have a sea of purple, beautiful colors, very inspiring. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uplifting. And that's what people need right now, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: You're right, you're right. You're so, right. Kiki,
0: I definitely want to get back to your uh, books. Now, you write in a number of genres. And that's what I find so fascinating about you. Mm. Um, you know, because everyone doesn't write in different genres. So, you are a fiction author. Yep. You also write nonfiction. But you write, and tell me if I'm, you correct me, is this considered, um is it horror is it fantasy is it true crime what are what is the the genres that you that you write in
1: i write suspense fiction okay with a paranormal twist
0: wow Mm -hmm.
1: yep so it's a guarantee that somebody is not gonna make it in a kiki chanel book I mean, I believe in happy endings, but it's unrealistic to think that everything is all peachy keen. And so I write, I write books that I would want to read and know that people go through things in life. I'm not going to write, ever write a book where it's just great from beginning to the end, because it's just doing myself a disservice as an author. And it's not helping the readers realize that that's just not how life works. Exactly. Exactly.
0: And would you also say, I mean, is this, you know, oftentimes the industry may label us or categorize us. You know, years ago I remember when there was a boom with what they call urban fiction. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it was I, I just think about titles like True to the Game and mm-hmm. you know, uh uh Zane and all her books, you know.
1: Yeah, he the Clark, mm-hmm. uh Thugs and the P- Women Who oh. Love Them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. You know, all of those different titles. And do you feel like some of what you write is urban fiction is just or it's not necessarily urban or otherwise, just more so, as you mentioned, did uh, suspense and paranormal and things like that?
1: Right. I I think it's I don't believe that any of my stories are fiction, I mean, urban fiction okay uh if i had to say something that came close to that it would be the sugar series by some of the stuff that they find themselves into mm-hmm. i love reading urban fiction. like i read everything but that's not who i am as an author okay yeah got I you mean, not knocking anybody else because it's a it's a market for that and, and and it's an audience for that and people who write in that genre do really really well i just feel like i like because i majored in psychology i like getting inside people's mind mm-hmm. so all of my characters have different things that little, little quirks and stuff like that that will make the reader say hmm I wonder what what did that come from or why did she write this character like that I like getting inside people's heads within my characters if that makes sense it does mm-hmm. and are
0: you someone that more so writes for women men or just anyone who
1: <laughs> loves a great book I try to write for everybody to be versatile. I do have a few books where it's all is from women perspectives, but we mm-hmm. have great men within the within the stories of those uh, books. And I also wrote a book that's inspired by a true story called uh, Diary of a Misunderstood Brother, where I got to write from a male perspective. And that was so much fun because, you know, as a woman, we're told you, it's unladylike to say something like this, or to speak like this, or whatever. So, when I wrote as as Ace, which is the main character, I was able to say whatever I wanted to, and I was like, "I'm not, I don't care." <laughs> so, I got, a, I got a little roachy. Girl, you gonna make me go back to some
0: stories I've started, honey. Some stuff where you know, I have a story I started, and I'll and I don't mind telling you where the ki- protagonist is a man, and mm-hmm. I rarely ever. I don't have much of this, but this guy is a piece of work.
1: Mm.
0: He's a man and he is round messing up everywhere he goes and he doesn't see what the problem is.
1: Oh, that's how I, I that. really, mm-hmm. that's how one of my I characters really, are. Uh, his yes. name is Clove in the sugar series. And he's like, <laughs> if if I can't have it my way, everybody's life is going to be trash. And that's how he is. Wow, <laughs> Right. But you know what? I couldn't, and this is so
0: terrible and I haven't finished. I mean, I started it some years ago. But it's so terrible, Kiki. And you tell me, what is it in a writer that I couldn't wait to have something bad happen to him? <laughs> like, is that, is that bad? Like, no, I that's just the that, best I'm making him the star of the, the, the story, like, I can't wait to get him jacked up.
1: I'm that sorry. That is I, great <laughs> writing. That is great writing and great story development. Because, like, if you and that's how I write. Like if the, the protagonists, if, if they don't have what's, if they don't get what's coming to them, like I'm mad at myself. Like some of the, some of the characters I sacrificed just to make, just to prove a point that, you know, all the good characters can't just stay in the book. Somebody got to go. So let me just right. take the most beloved character and let the protagonist just do, do away with them. So mm. I've, I've received emails from people saying, how could you let this happen? And you wrong for that. Uh, Oh, kudos to you because we just knew that it was gonna turn out like this, but we didn't have it figured out. And that's that's like the most rewarding thing as an author. I don't ever want to have anybody say, "Oh, I knew how that book was gonna end in the first mm-hmm. couple chapters." Wow, yeah.
0: And and would you say that that <clears throat> is the also part of the element of suspense? and um, is that right? Okay, exactly. And so you're always wanting to keep the reader sort of on the edge,
1: exactly on the edge. edge. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, I'll just go ahead and tell, uh, do a disclaimer. If you read a Kiki Chanel book, you would probably be mad at the ending because I like doing, (laughs) I like doing cliffhangers, and I like throwing in plot twist within twist of the books. Like so, mm-hmm. you know, you may figure you may think that you know something and then I'll throw something else. And it's like, wow, you didn't open up a whole new can of worms and I just don't really know what's gonna happen.
0: Wow. And Kiki, I wanna let you know that I'm also doing a bit of live tweeting while we are talking because oh. I want to give people the buzz okay on your work and you know keep promoting uh your, your interview. And so I just want to make sure that you say that you do write suspense with a paranormal twist. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Yep. And would you also consider your books to be really in a vein of, um, sophistication as in these are adults. These are definitely adults living and, you know, characters that are somewhat complex. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so And so what are some of the reactions? I know you mentioned that if you read a Kiki Chanel book, you're going to be angry by the end. Mm -hmm. And I just absolutely love that because, hey, that's part (laughs) of the fun of reading and not knowing, you know, what's going to happen. Right. Um, So what are some of the other reactions that you've received from readers and fans?
1: Um, A lot of people always say, especially with my book, Silence, I love how you intertwine a lot of the families in there because that book is based on uh the story of an eight eight eight-year-old girl who had something Mm -hmm. happen to her and before she can actually transition to where she's trying to go she has to go back and figure it out and the town where it happened it's just founded on lies and deceit and murder and things like that so i've received (laughs) emails From Rita saying, no, I know it's not over. We have to know what happened with this family, what happened with this person, and why did you leave us hanging like that? We have to know. Mm. So you have to figure out how to do this in a sequel. And I always say, no, it's not a sequel. I'm done with that book. Now, I can tell you this. I am working on something that has a few characters from that book that will show up. Like the, The Book of Silence. Uh, I I am working on a book called Chatter and a couple of those Mm -hmm. families, because it's a town over from where uh, silence takes place, which is Milledgeville. uh, A few of those characters will show up in in Chatter.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, basically you're doing a like leading them into the new book and then they get to mix it up with new characters I guess that's how it works
1: exactly and then I always like to leave some level of suspense where the author can form their own opinion or ending I should say or you know kind of like with the Sugar and Spice series although it's, it's over I can actually start on other characters and do a series with them so right it's 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 over for certain characters but it is I, it's enough of them where i can pull and and develop stories from from within that story for the, for the other characters but i also won't want readers to deal, form their own opinion and say well you know what maybe this happened or no maybe this happened but they're not really sure so that's that's one of the things that i like to i like to have some level of you know, using your mind or thinking about it, thinking outside of the box. As a matter of fact, don't even get forget forget the box. Just don't trap yourself in anything. You know?
0: Exactly. And so how do you feel when uh readers kinda <clears throat> respond to you like they're trying to tell you what to do? I
1: um, you know. I had that happen with my first book and and then and, and then published in my first book. It was a bad experience because I did I I did it through a a third-party publishing company. I'm not gonna call their names, but they've had several lawsuits since then, where oh, no. I paid for this uh, a service, and when I got my book, it was flawed. It had lines through it, like they uploaded the the editing copy, like as it was being edited. That's the copy that they uploaded to mass publishing. Yes, exactly. Oh no. And I could have let that deter me from you know being an author and things like that, but I just used that as a sign to do the research, slow down a bit, ask questions, and not worry about trying to put so many books out in such a short little time. Because I found where nowadays authors are just putting out work just to say that I've put out work. And I know people that, that drop like six and seven books in a year. And I'm like, wow.
0: Wow. I think you and I talked about we that did. briefly another a while ago because I was like, I don't know how they're doing it. It seems there's some people, it seems like every other week, it's like a new, mm-hmm. it's like surprise, I heard- cover reveal. And I'm like, wait a minute, you just did
1: that a week ago. <laughs> right. And I think that they're, this- <laughs> they're breaking them up. Like they're, they're splitting up a full length novel and turning it into series where they putting out like two and three and sometimes five and six books within that series. And it's just equaling up to one book. Mm. Uh huh.
0: Wow. I guess I just don't have the mindset. I mean, I write all the time, but I got I have stories and books that are waiting to be published.
1: Me too. And I but I, I don't. You know, I just don't feel like I need to split my book up right to several books. Like just 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 complete the full book or just complete put out the one. full yes, book. Yes, I, I like to write full length novels. Like my books are like right. two hundred pages and up. And I'm like that too, Kiki. I have a sequel
0: I'm working on for my first teen novel, and it's pretty much done. I'm just putting finishing touches on it. Mm-hmm. But I've been working on it for a couple of years off and on. And I realize I think about it, but I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to rush it. I have a few projects, and I'm like, I'm not going to rush it because when you do that, as you mentioned, you
1: can make mistakes, mm-hmm. it's not quality. Mm-hmm. You know, and the readers can, read. readers can tell readers can tell. I mean, readers can tell when something is rushed too. Oh, totally. Yeah, because I'm an avid reader. When I'm not writing, I read and I haven't been reading lately, but I love books and I can tell if, if someone is rushing something for the sake of just getting it out there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, I understand
0: people may feel like I mean Maybe the other reason why they might do that is feeling like their fans are rushing them to give them something. Is that possible? That oh, the yeah, fans absolutely.
1: Be? Absolutely. Because I have an uncle, he reads all of my books and he's like, hey, I need the next book. I need the next book. Well, it just can't happen like that. I can't write a book overnight and just get it to you like that. No, wait, you'll get this book when I when I get it. Right. So yeah, I think the pressure of losing fans or, or their audience or staying relevant because it's so easy to publish now, I'm not saying that, that it's always done right because it's easy, but there's so many up and coming or new authors out there who's putting out content, some of it is good, and some of it not you know we we know, but I think that they're doing that to please fans or to stay relevant yeah mm-hmm.
0: and and I would and I would really you know agree with that um and so Kiki. What do you think about, you know, there are a lot of authors who would love to translate their books to film Mm -hmm. and, you know, television and things like that. What are your thoughts about that for your work? Because it definitely sounds like with writing suspense and paranormal I mean, I'm thinking, hey, they have a lot of Netflix series, like, you exactly. know, some of the books you're writing. right? So I would,
1: What are your th- I, thoughts about I that? I would love to see some of my work, um, you know, in movies or television shows and things like that. It's just that I have to sit down, come up with a plan because I don't want to put out anything that's low budget or not up to the standard that I set for myself. Yes. So. You know, I'm all for that, taking it to the next level and elevation and things like that. But you have to know that there's a season and there's a place for that. And anything that's, that's worth achieving, it takes time to cultivate in order to manifest that. So that's just where I'm at with it.
0: <laughs> you know, that is so true, Kiki. And I really like that you are open you know to the possibilities of your creativity and your writing right Um, and so now I would love for you to tell me about your you know coaching business and how you're working with authors and others uh, related to you know uh, some of the positive things that you're doing and putting out on social media and things like that
1: right well I'll talk about the writing coaching because I do uh, help other aspiring authors publish their books and uh create journals and things like that and it's uh we have writing sessions via zoom since the world closed down and we're not able to meet face to face and uh i love i love helping people who want to help themselves you know Mm -hmm. if you're if you have a goal and i'm able to help you implement that goal and see Mm -hmm. it come to fruition and i'm all for that as long as you're Letting me know that it's something that you're passionate about and you're you're gonna do the work because I love to give homework, I love to set deadlines, and I don't wanna feel like you're wasting your time as well as wasting mine because we all know that time is something that we cannot get back. Exactly. So, you know, I love I just I just love coaching people to to get to where they're trying to be. You know, coach Kiki, you know, we're gonna we gonna get it together and we're gonna win this game. And I love it. And tell me
0: about how, what changes or productivity have you seen, um, not only with yourself as a writer, but with other writers who you may be working with since we've been in this pandemic and people are mostly, you know, at home and contemplating about what their next step or next move is going to be. How has, you know, not only your writing changed, but the writing of some of the folks that you may be working with?
1: You know what? My coaching business has picked up since the pandemic. Like, I guess because people are able to slow down or have been forced to slow down to prioritize what's, you know. So I've, I've had, you know, steady clients coming in and we've been putting out stuff and I have a couple of clients that's about to release their second book and things like that. So um, I'm, it's just, you know, because I'm a homebody anyway. I guess
0: Kiki you you kind of dropped out for a second. You said
1: I'm a homebody anyway. I said I was I'm a was homebody anyway thing? so I like to be at home and you know just slow down and and just relax and and you know think about the things that are important and things like that. So I guess I attract the clients that I attract or the ones that I'm working with by having that type of attitude and that's something that I tell them in the initial meeting to find out if it's the right fit.
0: Sure. And that definitely makes sense. And, you know, do you think that authors or at least writers right now are a lot more uh, motivated to put out new work, seeing that, you know, people are at home looking for reading books, you know, entertainment and things like that? Do you feel like there's a sort of a higher interest
1: in writing and and being an author now? I believe so because, you know, like I said, people have been forced to slow down a bit. So take the person who used to work 50, 60 hours a week, always on the go, who loved books, but just didn't have the time to read. Now being forced to slow down a minute at home, spending time with family, if they have family or whatever, they can actually pick up that book and, and get into it and take themselves away from, Everything that's happening in life to go to another place, and that's what I, I love about books because you can go anywhere in the world by picking up a book. It can actually, you know, take take a take the load off some of the things that have been stressful or painful or hard to deal with by just closing yourself out for a minute and picking up a book and letting that book take you out of that, out of reality. So I do, I do believe that exactly. that people are you know, getting into reading and things like that a little bit more now with the pandemic.
0: I do agree. And, you know, also, I would love for you to talk with us about um, your current podcast and some of the things that you're doing to really um, promote uh, your books and even promote others as you're being active on social media. I just feel
1: like, uh, you know, people need to see something at least six, six or seven, sometimes eight, times to realize if it's something that they're interested in or not so i want to make sure that every time you click on social media you go and we're we're connected in any way you'll see a post from kiki chanel <laughs> and my as far as my podcast goes wow uh, my blog kicking it with kiki i started it about three four years ago and it wasn't until july of this year and i've been talking about it for a while turning it into like a podcast or you know just a show or anything like that, um, something like that. It wasn't until July that I realized and I was I was sleeping and I got what, waking up out of my sleep. And I all I could hear was the words, just do it. And I I immediately knew. Wow. That's, that's what it was, because I had talked about it with, you know, friends and my oldest daughter. We talked about it. she was like, you just need to go ahead and do it. Just do it. Stop. Stop talking about it and just do it. And I have a tendency to stand in my own way when it comes to myself, because at one point in my life, I didn't feel like I was good enough to, you know, be whatever wow. or do whatever. I just felt like, okay, you just this little country girl from Greensburg, Louisiana, who are you to think that you are bigger than that? Yeah. And it wasn't until oh, no. I realized that you are, you, mm. you, you got something going on, girl. You pretty, you pretty good at what you do. So Yes, you do.
0: And you know what? Oprah Winfrey was a great right. girl from the South. Most folks are eggs ex- right. and look at Oprah Winfrey. And not only that, not to compare you to her, but you have a gift. And like you mentioned, you know, writing is your passion and mm-hmm. your and your purpose. And so that means, you know, people need to hear from you. They need your work and they need to see you. And I and I'm glad that you you're doing it and you are, you know, a role model for others, especially the Maybe even the 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 student writers or the little girl who's like, hey, I want to be a writer one day, and then they see all your wonderful posts on social media, and it's something that can really inspire people who might be a little afraid you know, or shy, mm-hmm. um, shy mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. afraid. Because I'm a exactly. naturally shy
1: person, and I didn't I didn't feel like I, I my voice is country because I'm a country girl, and I I let that keep me from doing live videos and and, and things like that. But now I don't care. Either you accept me for who I am or just don't look at it.
0: Exactly. And your tribe and, you know, find your people, people who like you and into what you're doing. They find you and they want to support you and they look forward to your posts and what you're right, sharing. Right, someone
1: uh, sent me a DM the other day said that uh, they look for they look forward to Monday nights and kicking it with Kiki is live uh, on Instagram every Monday night at eight o'clock Central Standard Time. And they just said that they just look forward to Monday nights to to you know just tune in to see what guests I'll have on or to see what topics we talk about because. I feel like, you know, I'm going to use my platform to talk about the things that are near and dear to my heart and the things that I don't feel like is uh, fair with brown and black people in this day and age. I mean, it's it has, it's been going on for a long time, but because of technology is in our face. So it is something that we should have conversations about. The conversations are not meant to be uh easy or fun or anything like that. They are there to make us uncomfortable so that they can we can inspire change, change the narrative, so to speak. So so that's what King exactly. and Kiki is all about. You know, I do have guests that come on uh if it all depends on what they do. Uh we talk about uh if they're a writer or blogger or whatever, but I always throw some of those tough questions in there about what's going on in the world today because it sparks that conversation, it keeps the the conversations going, and it will eventually evoke change.
0: And I'm really glad to hear that, Kiki, and please tell me again, what is the name of your podcast? And I know you said you're doing a lot of live, um, a lot of lives with the podcast, so please tell me specifically,
1: where do you do the podcast. Yeah, the, name and the, blog, the name of the blog as well as the podcast is called kicking it with Kiki. And it happens on Instagram live every Monday at eight o'clock PM central standard time. Uh, as far as the blog, I blog uh, Tuesday through Thursday. So I post something new Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday on kicking it with Kiki at wordpress.com. com. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Okay, well, that is excellent. It's really good to know because a lot of times people, you know, they they read your books and they want to support your books. But a lot of times people cannot really access mm-hmm. their favorite authors other than, okay, you can follow them on Twitter or maybe see them um, posting on Facebook. But I love how you've brought the video and visual element into um, promoting books and talking with other authors um because it it enables your readers and fans to really
1: feel uh, more Absolutely. of a personal connection to you I do, do you I do. do you and feel that all, way all of my guests to date has always they they always tell me afterwards they had such a great time i make them feel so welcome and comfortable they were nervous but i i helped them get get away from that and i just appreciate that because it helps me because i was that shy person or nervous person and Now, because of the words that they tell me, it's actually pushing me to go give more of myself, so to speak. Yeah.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing, Kiki. So
1: I love it. I love, uh, I love being in front of the camera now. (laughs) If you would have asked me this like six or seven months ago, I would have been like, no, Never.
0: Exactly. And, you know, I've had fun doing some lives. So well, it was months ago. I haven't done any recently. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll get back to that at some point. Um, but I think it's definitely something that people love to see. And as you mentioned, you know, being in the house, uh, quarantined or self quarantined as some people may be doing, maybe it's mm-hmm. not that we're completely on a lockdown. But I think, as you mentioned, people feel more comfortable being at home. And I think, you know, people are looking for different modes of entertainment we're seeing the what is right versus right. mm-hmm. uh battles with the with mm-hmm. the artists the musicians that you know mm-hmm. appear on instagram and so now it's like hey it's open season <coughs> everybody can do lives and collaborate and talk right. and, and i think that's the i think that's, that
1: was necessary because uh before the pandemic everybody was just moving too fast just moving around with you know not being considerate toward each other or, or whoever and just missing out on the on the small things, and I feel like it was God's way of saying, "Hey, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna slow y'all down for a minute, because y'all need to reprioritize, you know, wow. your life, or your people, like your family, friends, things like that." And I think not being able to have ex access access to them as much as we had before, it gives us a, a greater sense of appreciation for those people that are in our lives. Yeah,
0: exactly. I have, and you know what, it is so true, Kiki. And I've often thought about the fact that a lot of times you Mm. maybe can't even see the things that need to be improved in your life, or maybe things that you need to work on when you're moving so fast and you're going here and going there. And it's easy to look to external things to really not focus on yourself and your life. And it just seemed like pre-pandemic, you know, as you mentioned, that's how mm-hmm. um, many people were living, you know, it, everything is external and no reflection and no thought or consideration for others, as you mentioned. And so I think it's really made a lot, you know, many people right. kind of take a step
1: back. absolutely. And some, and, and, and that, like I said, it was needed, yeah. it's needed.
0: So true. And, you know, Kiki, another thing I wanted to ask you about is, you know, what is your do you have a particular writing schedule or a particular routine that you have in order to um, stay on track and write and finish your your books or, or uh, even write your blogs
1: In particular, I, I do set like a, um, a I have a calendar, a schedule where I know that these these, these days are I have to do blogs. Uh, I do have a schedule where I know I need to post on social media. But uh, outside, you know, aside from that, I don't have any writing schedule. Like if something comes to mind and a story comes, I'll immediately write it down and I'll just to keep it so I won't lose it. And then I'll, you know, work. I'm a very disciplined person, so it it doesn't take much for me to come in the office and be in here all day just working on something. So I, I, I write something every day, every day.
0: (laughs) Wow. I love to hear that, you know? And so I know earlier we talked about inspirations and did I ask you, or maybe this is a different side of that question. So what keeps you going though every day? I mean, especially living in this uncertainty, what really keeps Mm -hmm. you being able to get up and say, all right, I'm going to get it the work of my blog today. All right, I'm going to write a new chapter today.
1: What, keeps what me is going it that is keeps knowing you that, going? You know, like I said, and and it goes back to the purpose. When you are doing what you love and love what you are doing, you never work a day in your life and I believe that. So, that is the driving force behind everything that I do, uh knowing that th- this is my purpose, knowing that I I've, I've been placed here to help other people. You know, share their stories and get get their books and things like that uh, to help them elevate into their next level. As far as my life coaching business is is concerned, so knowing that that is why God put me here, I will be selfish to sit on that. So I I do I do something to work on my writing coaching. You know, clients or my life coaching clients or even myself, I do something every day to make sure that I am, I am taking it seriously. So when God does push, and push me to my next level, I'll be ready for that. And I do believe that it's coming.
0: Wow, that is so positive. And you know, <laughs> belief is one thing that is so huge. Mm-hmm. I just wrote a blog about staying motivated. And that's one of the things I mentioned. And it sounds like your belief in yourself and your work is what definitely propels you Absolutely. forward. And I love to hear that, Kiki. Now can we also now um, yes. turn our focus to your latest work what the l and this is not uh, nonfiction right. it's, am, am i correct about that right it's, it's not a nonfiction it's more like a self
1: motivation type book and it's called what the l finding balance maintaining mm-hmm. and creating a new mindset and it's just about you know it's like six areas okay. that came to mind that we all know and incorporate every day, but it's probably subconsciously. And I just wanted to put the focus on those six words to make sure that you are implementing them in your daily routine to just create the balance that you need in order to change your mindset.
0: Wow, that's wonderful. And do you have a few lines that you'd like to share with us? uh, Sure. From your your new work,
1: Kiki? Finding balance in our lives is essential to living our best life. It all begins with a common factor, a factor that many people lose sight of or overlook altogether. Although balance aligns every area in our lives, pushing us into our purpose and destiny, a new mindset is one key to creating and maintaining the balance we desire. Deciding to embrace change is another. Six L words come to mind when I think about leading a more enriched and balanced life. It all begins with transforming our lives. When we change our minds, we change our lives. These six L words have played an important role in my life, and I'm sure they will do the same for you when applied. You probably already know them. I'm sure you do. They are words we hear every day, which should make incorporating them into our lives a breeze. Being mindful of these six L words can open up endless possibilities for us all. We will become more insightful and appreciative. We will strive for more and stop settling for less.
0: Wow. That is power packed with inspiration Kiki. Thank you so much for sharing that. And that is from your latest book What the L. And it sounds like this is going to be well, it already is a very important work that you are using or can Absolutely. use with your coaching this is, uh, business. This is, is the reason why I wrote doing? this
1: book. When this came to me, I was like, you know what? This is all in alignment with my life coaching business because everyone that is about to go through my program, because I'm I am creating a program and the process of getting it copyrighted. Uh, and it's called the push method because the name of my life coaching business is called push proclaiming unbreakable self-healing is the push acronym uh so i feel like everyone who is going to wow. the program will have a copy of this book to read before we get into that because it is all about your mind if your mind is not on transforming your life or elevating or manifesting the things that you desire and believe that you uh are supposed to attain in life then we we lose a lot by having a mind of negativity or self-doubt or self-sabotage and or things like that so i believe that what the l is a blueprint to opening our minds to that you know that greatness we are allowed to expect uh, and receive certain things so true and so
0: very positive too well, Kiki, thank you so much for sharing that. And I would love to know: is there any other works that you have uh, currently in progress? A new book, perhaps uh, more for your coaching, or even uh, in any of your series? Uh, well, I do with have a, a paranormal a memoir
1: that's coming in January, and it's called "Finding the Sun: A Journey of Self-Love." And it's about my journey to stop allowing other people to make me think that I was in love. So that, that is supposed to release wow. in January. I'm I'm hoping to release it on my birthday, which is January 1st, but we'll see how that goes. But that is, <laughs> that is my next project. Wow. You thank you.
0: Congratulations, Kiki. And that's like, you know, right. a new, you know, baby. So it's going to be, uh, and this will make how many books no. for you? Is, uh, would this be five? When six, I release that seven? book, it would be book number 15. <laughs> oh my goodness. Book number five. Wait a minute. I, I must have not counted properly when I was on your web. I was on one okay. page and I okay. was looking at the, mm-hmm. I think the eBooks. That's what I was looking at. Yeah. Okay. okay so book number 15, my, you are just so prolific. I am I'm sure that you are very proud. I am and I can tell that Okay. (laughs) Excuse
1: me. I've grown so much as an as a writer with every book. And I try to elevate myself as much as I can by studying my craft, by writing every day, because if we if we don't develop anything, then we can lose that or lose sight of the things that are important or just the integrity of our work and anything that is attached to my name, I want it to be of a certain standard. And I know that it's not about the, the quantity, but it's the quality. So that's just that. Mm-hmm.
0: That is so true. Well, Kiki,
1: I would love for
0: you to share with us your uh, all of your social media platforms, where we can find you and also definitely please tell us where we can purchase and support your books, including okay. your latest work. Well, all of work. my books are available what on Amazon.
1: Uh, I don't sell them on my website because I'm transitioning from that phase of my life, writing uh, certain books into another phase. So all of them are available. If you, if you go to Amazon and type in Kiki Chanel books, all of my books will come up. Uh, as far as social media on Facebook, I am Kiki Chanel. That's K-E-K-E-C-H-A-N-E-L. On Twitter as well as Instagram, I am D Kiki Chanel T H E K E K E C H A N E L on both of those. On LinkedIn, it is Kiki Chanel. Everything is pretty much Kiki Chanel, so I try to keep it all the same on all platforms, so I'm easier to find. Uh, also, exactly. My That's is great. www.dkikichanel.com
0: Awesome. Well, Kiki, this has been an amazing interview. i was so happy to speak to you. And again, thank you so much for being a positive author and a positive collaborator in my thank network. You. I love to see everything you're doing. And I just wish you continued success on everything. And, you know, of course I will continue to follow
1: you and see all yes, the wonderful things you're having me. on social media you as well. Uh, you keep doing the same thing that you're doing too because you are a bright light in this world. Just want you to know that. And I uh, thank you for having me on your show. I appreciate it. I have had a great time and we always enjoy our time together. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> that is so true. And and Kiki, I also want to mention, uh, congratulations that you recently, I believe last month, were a featured author. Yes. Uh, with a virtual uh, book festival. And so people can look mm-hmm. out for you doing a right. lot of different virtual programs as well. Um, and and being active, yes. as we already mentioned, yes, on thank your you social for that.
1: media. Uh, I, I enjoyed that. That was like the first time that I, I uh, participated in a virtual book festival. And it was actually very, I enjoyed it. And it was a uh, title pub- publishing with author Tiffany. Oh, what is Tiffany's last name? I know she's going to Kim Young. Tiffany Young is her name. Mm-hmm. And she did it on Instagram where she okay. had different authors uh, select different time slots. And we just chatted about our books and she asked questions and things like that. We had people tune in. I got a couple of sales from that. So that's always a plus. <laughs> got a few followers from that. That's always a plus. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So always- wow,
0: that's amazing.
1: Exactly. And I like to interact with people who engage with me. So if anybody make a comment or send a, a message or something like that, I'm always going to respond because you could be doing anything or interacting with anybody else, but you saw fit to, to do that with me. So I am appreciative of it. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. And you're quite welcome. Well, Kiki, thank you again. And I hope you have a great day. And of course, uh, this episode will be up shortly, and I will definitely send you the link. And please feel free to share with your I sure uh, will. audience. I and, sure and fans will. And thanks well. again for having me. All right, you too. Oh, sure. You're welcome. Have a great day. And you were just listening to episode nine of Nerdacity Podcast featuring my guest, author Kiki Chanel. Visit Kiki's website at www.thekikichanel.com. You can also find Kiki on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Tweet me to leave a comment about the episode at Nerdacity Pod One. That's N E R D. A-C-I-T-Y-P-O-D-1. Your support for future episodes is appreciated. Also visit anchor.fm slash slash support and visit my website at www.doawaworld.com. Thanks for listening.
1: Take care.